Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Mysticons, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Delaney Stilball. Hey, y'all. And April Collins. Hello. Today, Delaney, April, and I are back to once again discuss Mysticons, uh, episode 16, Gems of the Past. Uh, we talk Mysticons, uh, every week. It's new here at the Overly Animated Podcast. You can find us at overlyanimated.com or search for the Overly Animated Podcast on iTunes and subscribe there or on YouTube to not miss any of our future Mysticons podcasts. I forgot. I was going to say, I forgot already. I was going to say, uh, and today we're Hextag blessed to discuss, uh, the latest episode of Mysticons. So I missed that one, but yeah, we're, we're, we're <laughs> Hextag blessed. Yep. So, uh, we'll be getting into gems of the past. Make sure you've seen this episode. It aired this morning on Nickelodeon, aired a while ago in uh, Canada, and uh, yeah, make, uh, spoilers for this episode, all previous episodes of Mysticons. Uh Let's get into it. Delaney, what'd you think? I thought it was okay. I mean, I don't necessarily think I was like blown away by the episode, but I liked it. Like it was, it has all the, you know, typical good makings of a Mysticons podcast it's, uh, episode. I don't know if this has the good makings of Mysticons podcast. We'll find out. <laughs> uh, it was, I mean, it was funny. Um, the necklace thing is interesting. Like, I'm glad we're getting into like the fact that she has a necklace and it does stuff, but then we didn't really get past that. Um, the astromancers suck, but I think this is a good episode in that like it's it's literally just the girls. Like Malvron's in it very little. I mean, Gawain's in it, but like very little. So it was. I, I really I really liked it. I thought it was like fun and like having the flashback was nice. Though we didn't really learn anything from it though i guess we have the potential to learn more since we just have this cool spell yeah yeah gawain, gawain is not in it very little i think gawain is a, a force uh in the force. Episode. yeah force. He's, he's a large part of the episode yeah okay uh april what'd you think um it was all right um i don't know i had a lot of problems with parts of the episode like a lot of like the necrophis stuff i was i was kind of bothered because She's just supposed to be this like all powerful being, and she's just like, "Could you give me that gemstone?" Thanks. Like, uh, I don't know. I it was fun. There was funny moments. A lot of really good like funny lines, and I enjoyed the Gawain stuff because you know he's my favorite character to hate. So um, I I liked that, but it was it was all right. I wasn't like blown away by this episode or anything like that. Like I have been with the ones in the past. So. Um, but yeah, I, I just, it was all right. <laughs> it was all right. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm surprised a little. I, I really, really like gems of the past. I, I think this is one, potentially one of the best episodes of, of the show. Um, really? I, yeah. I'll, t- I'll explain why. I think this is just okay. extremely solid. Like, unlike, so last week we had a really fun A plot and then the B plot was, um, uh, this week there's, there's no map arts. I think everything here works. I, I think, uh, there's some interesting mythology expansions. Uh, there's, uh, just, just fun. And here's, uh, there's some good action. There's some good, uh, plot involving the astromancers and, um, yeah, and this, like, regaining the trust of the citizens. But, like, most importantly, uh, the strength of this episode is its humor and, uh, its, its, uh, use of modern, uh, te- technology <laughs> puns, right? I think, I think those are the things where the episode shines. I think Gawain is really good in this episode. He is hilarious. Like, this is by far the best Gawain episode. And not only is it just like, okay, there's this bad character and he's having a good episode. I think he's actively, like, makes the episode. 
Like, he's great. And uh, also, I think Piper shines in this episode. She's also very funny. Um, and just, yeah, just the use of, like, uh, Hex- Hextag and Snapdragon. I-, I-, I think it comes together really well. I love the ending with uh, the citizens protecting them. And, um, the- the- like, there's an incredible moment with the uh, the elf girl howling with Zarya. That's one of my favorite moments of the series. Um, so, yeah, I-, I think this is, like, a an excellent episode of the show. Uh, I have my rankings up here. I'd probably slotted in at number six so right outside the top five but um yeah I, i'm i'm a big fan uh maybe maybe i can convince you guys as, as we go through there's a lot of stuff here that lines that lines very long on this episode really well i think is. like i mean it's definitely like a solid episode like but i mean i guess to me that's why it doesn't like i mean last week's episode wasn't as solid but i think the thing is like it's kind of bad like i expect it from the show now like i'm like yeah it's a good episode but it didn't like blow me out of the water. I mean, and like in terms of like a television episode of television, this is incredible. Like it's great. Like it's solid. Like there's nothing like I hated. But like yeah, I guess it's not, I'm just like wow me all the time. Like which yeah, is unfair I, to expect in the show, <laughs> but it does it all the time. So yeah, I think that's kind of what like my thing is because I I you know it's not a bad episode that's for sure. It's just that like everything else, I feel like I've been really like blown away and like overly impressed and then this one like like it was a really good episode and it was solid and you know I agree like the Gawain stuff was really good but like there were just I don't know there were just things that really bothered me and mostly it was the Necrophis stuff and the Astromancer stuff so which I guess are like the big plot things but I am glad that we're kind of addressing the necklace thing because I really wanted to know more about that Mm -hmm. And it's been bothering me for a while. So yeah, well, okay, we'll talk about uh, Necrofa and the Astromancers. Astromancers is a hot topic on our Discord, so we'll, we'll get into this. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, I think I think so. I would say the thing that blew me away about this episode, there was something, and it was the humor. I think this is the funniest episode of the show. Um, and uh, yeah, I just I just think Gawain and Piper are just so good here. And uh, yeah, I, you know, so that that's 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 what really what does it for me. I also think it should be noted that um, the show is the show is very good right now. Like this. Is is uh the sixth i don't know something like very good episode in a row like i guess i th- i like i really like clash of the tridents i don't know your mileage may vary on that one but um ever since uh <laughs> skies of fire i think we've just been hitting every every single episode so i think it, it, it's just it's been, i think it's been very impressive from from Ms. Gons. um but yeah let, okay let's get into some specifics from the episode I guess we can start with, uh, even though I think like the headlines in terms of dis- of uh, takeaways are, are more of the Gwen and hu- the humor stuff, we can start with the plot stuff and uh, talk about Necrofa and these gems. Uh, so kind of the, the plot revolves around Necrofa trying to dig up her the gems on her necklace that were knocked away a thousand years ago um, by uh, Imani Firewing, the first dragon mage. And, uh, she's, uh, and, and it turns out these gems basically absorb and deflect the, uh, Mysticon's special attacks. Do we have a name for the, the, uh, Unleash the Dragon, uh, the, uh, Battle Unicorn no. Charge? Yeah. I don't know. The specials? Yeah. Like the, the charge? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the, they, so, uh, yeah. If she has the correct colored gem, then it can, uh, absorb it and unleash it back. Um, one thing I really liked about this was that the episode doesn't feel the need to explain that to you um i think it just you just progressively learn as the episode goes on that she, and you can like you understand yeah. that like they match colors yeah like, like uh, they yeah. Were, they're like we well, you can figure this out like thank you okay <laughs> well i felt really bad because like i was like it's absorbing their powers but why isn't it absorbing like zarya's powers and then i was like at the end i was like oh okay 
got it April. Like it, it snapped into place for me and I felt really dumb because it took me like the entire episode to catch on to that. Cause like I was really was, I was really confused about that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. She doesn't have uh, Zarya's uh, the blue gem in. And so that's how Zarya can uh, time to howl her um, yep. <laughs> special, special attacker. Yeah. Uh, no, I think it's supposed to take the whole episode. Like I, I like it's possible to catch on earlier, but it, it's, you know, it's just, they don't even feel the need to uh, put this in exposition dialogue. I, and that's, I think is really the strength of the episode. We don't like waste time explaining things. Um, we, you know, we're just hitting with the, uh, the quips and the, the modern uh, uh, pun, modern technology button so um yeah I, I think that's that's it, that's a good aspect of the show it is it feels smart but yeah what do, what do we think delane what do you think of this concept of the gems and necrofa's necklace being able to absorb their attacks i mean it seems a little i mean i don't like it and that like it's op and it's like i don't really understand why necrofa's op at this point and for those who don't play games op means overpowered i don't really understand why she's like that um and like it's kind of like it's like a really simple concept which is fine there's like that's okay I like it's okay like i don't know i just was expecting more i guess out of the necklace i mean it's like i understand that they need to kind of enter like we need to have more problems because we don't like it's like just go kill necrofa i don't understand like we know where she is so yeah that kind of thing like it was okay like i wasn't like blown away by it but i'm glad i'm just glad the necklace made an appearance yeah yeah because we we're speculating that the necklace is what kept her alive or something and it didn't turn out to be true so at least it did something okay counter argument on the op thing um their special attacks <laughs> are super op so it's good to have a counter for that because uh they can just uh say something and point their arm forward and then instantly they can kill anything that's super op already. i mean that's fair but like they're superheroes and that's okay yeah, but they're Necro- the good guys. A, they're tur- allowed to be op <laughs> necrop is an immortal evil lich queen she needs to have an answer to the op attack of uh but it- like they don't use it all the time like they don't like they can only use it like once or whatever oh yeah i mean yeah so it's 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 still having a one a one time well, i mean is it as op as miraculous ladybug you just fix it's the same thing it's basically the same thing as that i think it is is the same thing like it's i guess i mean that's fair i don't know like it to me it's just like a really simplistic concept which like irritated me but like it's fine it's definitely simplistic here's my argument i think we needed this because uh, if we're going to take Necrofa seriously, she can't just be uh, hit by a spectral dragon and then we defeated her she needs to have a counter to that except they have them now Right, so they have them. So that's yeah, yeah. I don't, is it right? But just the, the I think this the the uh, existence of them. It's like, oh, why is Necrofa such a threat? Because with these gems, right. she is basically uh, uh, right. she can't be hurt by the mist gun. So I think it which just, I'm assuming that's like because when she said release the star dragon, I guess that was like a new move. Right. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's I interesting. That too. So in the first scene, we get the uh, the hologram simulation of the of the past, and she and she says, release the star dragon. Um, should be noted, Necrofa had the gems on her and they were knocked out by this move. Yes. yes. Which I'm assuming, like, that means I think they can all do, like, there might be, like, upgraded powers. Ooh, yeah. Alternate powers. Yeah, which they always say, like, by the stars and, like, all this stuff. And, like, they're, like, <laughs> celestial powers. So I think it would make sense that it's kind of, like, an upgraded. Is Yeah, is that, was that your read on it, April? Yeah, that was my upgrade. Or, sorry, my read on it as well was it was more so, like, it wasn't just like their regular special power, I guess that's what we're calling it, but it was more like a more powerful version of it, I guess. 
Um, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's possible. My initial read actually was, I didn't like, I didn't even think of that. My initial read was just that she like hit her fortuitously hit her in such a way that knocked the gems out. So like, it was just kind of like a, a random chance that, uh, was able to defeat Necrophile. It hit like the, like maybe she like realized the weakness. And if you hit her just right, the gems can knock out before it absorb it. But yeah, I think it maybe makes more sense if it's a, a star dragon attack. It could just be that she had a different line. <laughs> I don't know. She chose different words to for her special moves. Yeah, maybe they had different special moves. The original Mysticons. But yeah, that is interesting. Yeah, April, what do you think of the uh, the whole gems uh, concept in the episode? I like. I mean, I liked it. It it made the necklace make sense, and like, because you know this this whole time we've been like, oh, what's the point of the necklace? Like, why is it like a thing? And then, like, now I can see why it's a thing and why it's important to Necrofa because she needs the necklace with the gems in order to be, you know, protected from the Mysticon. So that makes sense. I'm curious what we're going to do with the gems outside of the necklace and the mist in the Mysticon's hand. But I liked it. It was it was a nice like resolution to a problem that I've been pondering in my head at least. Yeah. So Yeah. It's it's definitely like it's all the mythology, like Delaney said on the show, seems very simplistic, but I think that it's good if we're not going to like explain it. Um, I, I like, I'd rather just focus on the characters and the plot and, you know, it's, it's, I think it's fine having this, uh, simplistic foundation for. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, Cause I think we've talked about this before, how I like, um, being like sort of immersed in like a world rather than them constantly sit, having to like sit me down and explain what's going on. Like it gets very tiresome and like, you feel like you're co- sort of trudging through a plot at that point. So I like this just sort of like being thrown into it and like I'm just rolling with it and figuring it out for myself like as everyone else Mm -hmm. is kind of figuring it out as well yeah I think for a show that's based on D&D Dungeons and Dragons I think they've shown remarkable constraints with the with their mythology um there's just like there's like no multiple versions of spells you know there's no (laughs) you know there's no like classes and so you know it's just and I think it's purposeful you know because they're aiming it at a younger audience and they want to make it easy easy to understand but um I I just think it's a great choice because it's allowed the the characters in the narrative to shine um yeah and then this is this is a big component of it um but yeah the at the end of the episode the miscons have the gems um so i think that's gonna be interesting is this a recurring plot thread or is necrofa just like whatever i'll do something else <laughs> she's like i'm over the gems i gotta go find something else to hunt down like <laughs> yeah uh she's uh she's like i'm an all-powerful lich queen i can do whatever i want yeah, <laughs> yeah what do you think delaney what's necrofa's next move um i don't know like that's the thing that's the other thing with necrofa that i just don't get like what is she about yeah. What does she want? Yeah. Like, the guy understands she wants to take over Drake City, but if she has a spell, like, just start turning everybody into liches. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what she's like. I guess there, maybe there's some other really powerful thing. Like, I don't know. I feel like that she needs to do something soon. Like, because, like, she's, she's kind of struggling a little bit. I'm not sure. You know, she was just there to take her gems back. That's a- <laughs> she, but she didn't, like, shine in, in her efforts to take her gems back. Like, I thought that she was being very nice. And it that's, like, what bothered me is I was like, oh, you built her up to be this big, be mean villain. People. Yeah, that's what I was like. Yeah, I was like, why are you not killing people? Like, could you please just, like, murder one person? <laughs> like, she- <laughs> What? No. <laughs> Well, okay. Come on. At least like turn them into like 
the what the witch call it thing? Specters, the specters, yeah. The specters. I just want to keep calling them skeletons because they're essentially the we, same we, thing. We just we miss the sticks, right? That's the problem. Yeah, yeah. yeah I miss the sticks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like she didn't even like turn anyone into specters. Like she was literally just like, "Hey, um, thanks." Walking down the street, like, "All right, let's go get the next gem." Like, ha ha ha. And I, but I was like, "No, like you." Like, people should be running away from you in fear. Like, you shouldn't just be, like, walking up casually, like, oh, give me my gem, please. She doesn't even say please, but she might as well have. And I was like, could you just be like, that's mine, bye, like, and then leave, like, turn into a specter. Let's go. Yeah. Okay, let me, let me, let me, I think, I, I get what you're saying. Let me summarize the problem. So, <laughs> with the her first, uh, I guess, your first, first episode was the finale, but her first, like, major episode was the dome. And in the dome, my reaction was that she was, like, frustratingly overpowered, I feel like. Her, just the spell where she can just turn anyone into, uh, into her specters was, uh, just kind of, like, terrifying and, uh, seemed way too powerful. But, um, in this episode, it's kind of the opposite in that she doesn't really do anything. She <laughs> has she seemingly could just use that spell again but she doesn't she just uh she's fighting the mysticons but all she really wants is her gems yeah it's definitely a different portrayal of of necrafa yeah i think that's what bothered me a lot about the episode is like because we still don't know what she is to us and then it's like you're not giving me anything Mm -hmm. like is she a nice villain or is she a bad villain (laughs) i mean she's definitely not nice but yeah well yeah but it it is possible she's not just a oh I need to kill everyone on sight villain. She might have like grander plans, um, and those currently involve getting her gems back. So she's just like I'm going to focus on that, and I don't really care about anything else. But you know it's hard to, it's hard to make that statement. You know and I'm going to nicely take them from everybody. Okay, I don't think she nicely <laughs> took them. She did like blast people, but compared to turning forcibly turning everyone into specters, she was uh, it was kind of nice. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I, I get what you're saying. I didn't have a super big problem with it. Here's my main takeaway from Necroft in this episode is we are cementing her more as a campy, uh, funny villain. Like that's kind of my, uh, my takeaway. She, there's yes. several times where she says things in response to ridiculous characters and, uh, with seemingly no awareness that, uh, they're saying ridiculous things. Like her, the, she has a great line in the beginning when, uh, Mathis is like taking selfies. Um, and, oh, yeah. and, uh, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, it's very, it's a very funny moment. I wonder how bored I look. Ah, pretty bored. And, uh, then like the, she's like, oh, they got the uh, hologram in the background and, uh, Necrafa says, I can assure I, I don't know if I have the impression on. I can assure you, young man, I am very, <laughs> Do you want very me to say? real. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta work on the cough impression. But yeah, it's, it's. She just and she responds to Gwaine a lot too. Like she, <laughs> I, yeah. Like is this, is this like a new dread thing? Because I couldn't take him seriously because he was just so goofy, and she's being goofy. She needs to stop. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if it's a group. Yeah, she also says in this episode, I have powers you couldn't even begin to imagine. Um, like, am I wrong that Necrafa is intentionally campy? Like, uh, what's your, what do you, what's your take on it, Delaney? No, like, she's like super campy. Like, one, like, her signature move is just scream. Like, <laughs> she's super campy. And like, she just like, she just has a really dark, menacing voice. And then she just like, she looks really scary. But then you're like, are you scary? Because like, you kind of stupid. Like, I don't know. Like, she's not like campy the same way that Dreadbane was. But like, no, she's like, I mean, she's absurd. Like, I, I don't think it's campy so much as she's just like, so exaggerated. It's like fighting Corella Deville. Like, she's just like, absurd. <laughs> 
yeah, she's she's uh, yeah, she's not she's not like Dreadbane, where Dreadbane was supposed to be not super threatening and was mostly comic relief. She's like supposed to be evil and uh, kind of funnily over the top at the same time. Um, and I think the funny over the top is working, and uh, the, at the currently at the expense of the evil in this episode. Um, do you agree with that, April? I agree with that. You put it into much better words than me. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I, to be, I, I don't. To be honest, I don't know if I need Necrofa to just be the. You know, there's time for her to for her to be this great evil <laughs> force. You know, I'm sure she'll have some big master plan that will be involve killing everyone. But yeah, I do. I, I definitely get what you're I saying. I hope so. In the meantime, though, I'm <laughs> certainly enjoying her just uh, unironically responding to people <laughs> in the show. Let's, let's <laughs> keep doing that. Um, should be noted with regards to Necrofa, um, there was no Tasma in this episode. We last uh, in the dome we saw Tasma kind of flying off, and we wondered was she still. <laughs> Is she going to go back to Necrofa? Is she freed from Necrofa? Um, we don't really know the answer, but she was not with Necrofa in this episode. We haven't seen Tasma in a few episodes. Like, um, is that, that the same voice actress for like the first Dragon Mage? Because I thought they sounded similar. Uh, who's Tasma's? Yeah, we can we can check on this, but I might have just like there's there's like, a lot of destroyed. there's a lot of voiceover overlap, but um I don't I don't think so, but I can I'll, I'll look as we go, but um yeah, ta- no Tasma here and. Uh, it's it, probably she's she's on her own in Freed now, uh, but I guess she's having a good time. Obviously, Necroff is not after her, so yeah. Or may, maybe that's Necroff's new thing. She's like, cool. I can't get my gems. I'm gonna go find Tasma. Yeah, may, yeah. Maybe she'll she'll go after Tasma. <laughs> I agree. Um, yeah, I think that that could be. That could be interesting. So we're we're kind of on uh, on Tasma watch here. No, the the Mani voice actresses are the same as uh, Latincia and uh, Quasarla, one of the one of <laughs> one of the Astro Mages. Yeah, Athena Carcanus. Uh, um, but yeah, that, that's 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 some nice range there, Imani and Latincia. But um, yeah, so we're we're we'll see what happens with Tasma. Uh, the other, I think, the other plot thing in this episode is all the whole Astromancer stuff. And we are, the Miskans have been outlawed by Astromancers. There's a reward on them. Um, and, uh, the conflict kind of comes from the, uh, the public general at first believing the Astromancers and then they win back the public at the end, or at least these 10 people. <laughs> so uh, we'll see if that translates to the whole city. But, um, yeah, Delaney, I think you mentioned you were frustrated. Wait, who, did you mention you were frustrated by the Astromancers? If so, why? <laughs> It's because they suck. Like, they're just so annoying. <laughs> like, they're just, like, so... Unne- like, they, they just feel like such unnecessary antagonists. Like, I'm just like, whatever. Like, they're just really annoying. And, like, they're also, like... I guess, to me, it's also kind of like when you get to watching shows and, like, you're, like, on the side of, like, the kids, right? It's like when you watch, like, Codename Kids Next Door and then, like, you hate all of God. the adults in the show. <laughs> like, you're like, ugh. <laughs> you're in the way. Like, that kind of thing. Like, it's like, they're like the authority. And I'm like, no. Go away. <laughs> like, I guess that's what it is. Yeah, like, so- I just, like, they're they're just stupid. Like, they're just super annoying. Like, they frustrate me because they're so useless. Yeah. Uh, April, what do you think of that? They're very dumb. Yes. <laughs> I think I wrote that like twice. And then the third time I went to write it, I just drew an arrow up to where I had already written it previously. Like, I don't know. Why, why are they so dumb? Like they're, (laughs) they're like, we're super angry at you about the whole Necrofa thing, but yeah, we're going to stop you from trying to stop the Necrofa thing. 
So it just doesn't make sense. Um, we got to see Proxima again, so that was kind of nice. And she's angry about her scar that's in the shape of a star. So yeah, I guess that yeah we that's a thing. We speculated that uh, <laughs> yeah that would be the, whether that was a permanent thing. And yeah, she's uh, she says to Em, "It's like uh, you did this to me," and I'm like, "Ah, oh, sorry." Yeah. So yeah, the Proxima star scar and her last name star starfall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Thematic them- starting to <laughs> thematic scarring. Yeah, and um, yeah, I'm uh, Proxima at least for now is on the back burner. Very interested to see what we're doing with her. I think she's a ton of potential, but um. So look, the astromancers are definitely annoying, clearly. <laughs> uh, I was not very frustrated with them this episode. Uh, I think that we got some good stuff, Proxima, and I think the uh, outlawed uh, news report sequence in the beginning of the episode was also very fun. Um, so while it is kind of stupid that we just, they just have to bubble them, I don't know. It's, it, it's just, uh, it's just an element of the narrative right now. We're clearly building up to something and, uh, it also paved the way for the, the citizens trust thing, which I think was a good narrative component of the episode. So, um, yeah, there, it, it, it doesn't seem to have a lot of purpose at the moment and it's kind of frustrating, but, um, you know, I have faith we're going somewhere, I guess, <laughs> with the astrobancers. <laughs> Um, but, but yeah, it's, uh, they're still at the end of episode, they're still, uh, fugitives from, from them, even though they, uh, cause yeah, Zarya's like, uh, you think we're, you think we're good now? No. Or someone says then Zarya's like, nope, but, uh, but at least the public's on our side. So, um, yeah. I thought that was nice. I liked that small little moment at the end. Yeah. So where the citizens like protected them, I guess. Yeah, but for now, for now, still. I love stuff like that. It's the best. Yeah, yeah. For for now, still on the run from the Astromancers. We'll see what happens with that. But yeah, that that was this was one of the, my favorite parts of the episode was the whole ending sequence with uh, they save all the people when. Uh, oh yeah, we didn't we didn't talk about this element of Necrafa. She just uh, apparates everyone outside. Um, that's her big move. <laughs> cool. Yeah, for yeah. okay. Like I was like, what? Like I don't, like I don't know if they got like kidnapped or what. And then like. Okay, what I didn't understand was, like, she made everyone go outside, but, like, why didn't she just keep herself? Like, I don't understand. And then, like, the none of it was, like, that was stupid. Yeah, like, that, was, that's like, the one question is, why why not keep yourself there and operate everyone else out and just take the gems? I will say it was effective because she made the Miskans save everyone and she got the gems. So it did work, but yeah, I didn't get why she didn't. It just... didn't work in her favor, but it works in our favor. No, no, it, it, initially it worked in her favor because, but then oh, they, yeah. they took it away from her anyway. But, um, yeah, it, it does make you wonder why, why she did this specifically, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, was that one of your frustrations, uh, April with Nakrafa? Yes. I didn't understand why. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I like that me and Delaney are on the same page. <laughs> I mean, whatever. It was, it, it, it was, uh, move the plot along. It got them all falling and they could save everyone. But yeah, uh, yeah, they, they save everyone. And, um, at the end, uh, they, the, the citizens protect them. And, um, uh, Elf Daughter says, uh, uh, you want the Mysticons? You're going to have to go through us. So, um, back, back on their side after, after Elf Daughter howls with, uh, with Zarya. That was cute. Yeah. Big, big, big episode for Elven Daughter, as she's credited in the in the credits. Is, I was gonna ask. She you just, keep calling her Elven Daughter. That's her name in the credits. She... Yeah, she, voiced by Perfect. yeah, voiced by Allison Court, uh, voice of Arcana. Uh, wonderful, <laughs> wonderful job with Elven Daughter. But she... wait, so can we like hardcore read into this then? Because <laughs> are we saying Allison they're secretly Court. related or something? No, because no, if Allison Court voiced the the Elven Daughter, who was like. 
obviously a huge Zarya fan. Does that mean <laughs> that? Arcana- Why did you instantly go to this crazy uh, Arcana Zarya <laughs> logic? Okay, I like it. Why not? Yeah, it's good logic. Yeah, no, she had, okay. she had three lines this episode, and she was the girl from episode one that said, uh, "Look, mommy, Mysticons." Yeah, so they brought they brought her back. <laughs> <laughs> big presence here yeah she was great i love just loved her howling with zarya that was my favorite moment of the episode yeah it was it was great also the griffins uh do they just like follow everyone right around? yeah they seem because, to be on commands there yeah yeah like are they like in tiny little bubbles and they just pop open like I'm, i was really wondering about that because i was just like oh man no they're just really fast <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so you're not annoyed by that, Delaney, the Griffins. <laughs> Defend the Griffins. Yeah. No, okay, see, my suspension of disbelief for watching a bunch of teenagers turn into superheroes accepts this, but the other stuff I can't handle. <laughs> They're just really fast Griffins. Stop insulting the Griffins, April. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was, it was fun. We, and we're not getting a ton of Griffin action. I guess we had a fight scene on the Griffins mm-hmm. in the dome, but um, yeah. yeah, good to see them here. Um, okay, we got to talk about Gawain. Uh, yes. He, do we agree? Do you two agree with me that Gawain was really good in this episode? Like, I thought he was actively not annoying and genuinely funny. I, I mean, I just so. like have like a blank spot. Like, I'm just like, whatever, it's Gawain. Like, I'm not bothered. Like, I wasn't like mad that he was there. Like. I mean, I don't know. I guess I just wasn't as amused by this episode, but I was also watching it at work, and in the middle of it, someone came and needed tutoring, and I was like... That <laughs> <laughs> soured you, too, the Gawain antics. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> April, what are your Gawain thoughts? I He didn't bother me in this episode. Like, I enjoyed his presence, so that it was funny. And we got to see his uh, one-month anniversary. With Latincia, yeah, it's his, his, it's his, it's his one month anniversary with Latincia, his pixie GF. Yeah, yeah, it's a big moment. But also, I know, and he he was giving her gemstones. Like goodness, <laughs> like that's that's very serious. Wayne does deserve month. better. He does. Wait, what? Bad. Wait, wait, hold on. <laughs> Leticia. Hold on. This is totally Gwen's fault. Like, what are you talking about? Gwen serves better. Oh, I well, was- okay, okay. Number one, like, obviously, neither of them should date anybody, but like. <laughs> At least he was like trying to communicate with her. Yeah, he wasn't on his uh, his phone. Wait, they're not called phones. Gl- are glare, gl- gl- glyphing is texting. Are they glyphs? I, I don't. Anyway, uh, we'll figure it out. But um, <laughs> he wasn't on his phone. Well, on their scrolls. Their scrolls. Okay, but yeah. Um, oh, these aren't they called scroll? They're called scrolls in Ruby, though, aren't they? So I get confused. Yeah, maybe I, just, I don't know. Yeah, we're <laughs> too great for confusing our dumb uh, names for future for technology that we have now in a fantasy world. But don't watch Ruby. So didn't know that. Yeah, but uh, it's. it's it's uh yeah it's Gawain I, I don't know we don't need to get into who's at fault in the uh Gawain Latincia relationship but they're are you sure uh, we're discussing this on discord uh crispy and uh, crispy thinks that uh Gawain is too uh eager with uh Latincia and uh, if he just chill oh. if he just chilled then maybe they could have a successful relationship like I don't know. maybe Latinza, Crispy said maybe Latinza doesn't even know they're dating. Like, uh, like are they even a thing? Like, is this isn't Gawain just moving too fast here? So, uh, yeah, I, th- I think Gawain is. Uh, but yeah, clearly Latinza, but Latinza does break up with him at the end. So that's true. Yeah. So she did know that they were dating. See. Well, she says you know she says they're done or whatever. But uh, it's uh, yeah, redemption for Latinza just being in it for the the gems, right? Because uh, she's she's done. She's at it. Like, <laughs> Uh, but she does say mail yeah. the gem to her. <laughs> so, cause she can't, um, she can't pick no. it up. 
Well, uh, I guess we'll see if that happens. But yeah, Gwen antics in the in the episode. Gwen says, uh, "Isn't it hilarious?" Which I really like. Uh, hilarious. Hilar- <laughs> um, uh, we got the uh, he donated the gem to the poor Cyclops. Uh, Hex tag blessed, which I think was the best moment of the episode. <laughs> Hex tag blessed. Uh, M says he posts every second of his day on Snapdragon. So yes. there you go. And and so they stalked him to find him, which was even that was too real, but. It was great. <laughs> yeah, we got a uh, Gawain's ringtone, um, which was basically just Archer's <laughs> ringtone from from Archer. Yep. Yeah, which is, I'm, I'm glad he has that too. Uh, uh, Piper gets his uh, attention, gets Gawain to glyph back by pouring a shake on Arcana's head, and uh, Gawain's response is R O T T L, rolling on the throne, laughing. Yeah, <laughs> it's good. I think my my Gawain's better than my Necrofa, but yeah. Uh, I think your Gawain's better as well. <laughs> <laughs> he says uh, they need a cute couple name uh, like Gawainsia or Latinsian. Um And then later yeah, he settles no. on uh, Guatinsia. So that's their chip name, Guatinsia, as canon in the show. Yes. Yeah. And then uh, Latinsia says uh, it's kind of hard to glyph when words are coming out of your face. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, also also this isn't working out yeah and she says uh, it's not me it's you so there you go <laughs> that that whole sequence was gold but yeah i also liked the moment he had at the end where he's like on the ground um like balled up and he's like oh th-. he's like it's all it's all too he says something about it all being like it could have been too real like and all of the emotions because what would the world have done without him yeah. or something like that I was like, oh, man, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was good. And at the end, also, uh, Mama Calamari seems into <laughs> into Gwen. I don't know what was going yeah. on there, but uh, yeah. Mama Calamari can do what she wants. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Well, yeah, she was she was into that. And then other other great uh other great moment is uh M is trying to uh Heimlich uh Gawain and she, oh. she uses her her night voice at first and Gawain doesn't <laughs> understand and M is like, I'm gonna get the rock out of your food tube, dude. Um but yeah, I think this is a great play on the M night voice gag. She has to give it up to just talk really crudely to to communicate to, to Gawain. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Gwen, a highlight. I also think Piper is a big highlight in this episode. Okay, here's my hot take with Piper. Okay. Piper is the most consistent Mysticon. She is, uh, has a carved out a, uh, very consistently, uh, used comedic relief role that is, uh, she's just good. She's a solid role in every episode, you know. Sometimes M is more of a background character. Sometimes Ari is more of a background character. Arcana, uh, doesn't super pop all the time. I think Piper is always good. What do you think about that? I mean, like, I mean, I agree. Like, she's like, she's just the comic relief. So, like, yeah, I'm like, her role's kind of, like, picked out. But I don't know. I feel like she has, like, moments where, like, she's a little different. She, she, also, like, she also has her episodes where she shines narratively. Right. But I think by... Like, yeah. I just think she's, like, I think all the characters are really solid. So I don't know if I... I don't know how I feel about your hot Well, take. they're definitely all solid. I just mean her role in the show. Like, the characterizations of all are all solid. Well, yeah, okay. Her role in the show is obviously she's the comic relief, like... Yeah, I, th- I think all all three of the other ones sometimes fade into the background. Piper, I think, has never really done that. I think she's always has at least uh, a few notable lines in an episode. Well, no, because we've had a couple of episodes where Piper wasn't really, and we even like sort of discussed how Piper wasn't like 
she didn't really shine and she maybe had like one line or something like that that really stood out yeah i think so. i think it's i think it's probably been a while i think that uh you know i think she was good last episode um i, I don't i don't remember the dome to be honest but um maybe maybe she was there but yeah i, I at least in this episode piper's great here let's let's go i think uh the best part okay. the best part with piper is the beginning with the uh the uh the hologram the, no the well there's the hologram so there's the she uh she's like she always wanted to do this to necrofa and she just makes uh faces at necrofa faces at her yeah. yeah i thought that was really funny <laughs> Yeah, that was good. But um, also in the beginning, um, no, no, it's the nervous. Then that was a really yeah, the, good with the with the Serena yeah. news report. Yeah, so she uh, she's like, uh, I can't hang out my cape. I don't have a cape. And then uh, she's yeah. like, nervous talker. Uh, sorry, nervous eater. And uh, at the end, sorry, nervous paddle baller. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My question is, why do they have paddle ball in this uh, futuristic world? But yeah, that's okay. Dylan, you can never not have paddle balls. Can, can, so can't you? I don't know, but sure. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, I I I thought Piper was was very good. There's probably more moments too, but let's. Uh, yeah, let me go through the other uh, things from the outline that we haven't hit on. Uh, we haven't talked about Barnabas Dingle not being back. The uh, from from episode four, he quit the uh, he was the mall cop. He quit, and now he's back as the Mino tour guide. Um. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Delaney, were you? Happy? And then he quits that. And then he quits this. So we'll see what's next for Barnabas. Delaney, were you happy to see Barnabas? Well, I was like, didn't you retire? Like, bro, why are you here? Like, I was like, you had a rough enough time being a mall cop. Why are you doing this? He explained it. He said he's back. I mean, he did. So, I mean, it was, I like, I like, like, I do like that in a show, like having recur- recurring characters like that. Like, I enjoyed that he's going to be like, kind of like the Mr. Smiley of the show. Like, he's just everywhere doing weird jobs. Like, I'm okay with that. Yeah, he is like the Mr. Smiley from Steven Universe. Yeah, but um, I, th- I think he he was good here, but uh yeah mr barnabas also in the app so i'm i'm uh bullish on <laughs> barnabas's role in the show going forward let's yeah let's have him be mino tour guide uh mm, mm, i don't know what other strange roles will he pick up yeah later on yeah that's the question um uh we had uh oh we haven't talked about the uh novateron antics <laughs> the uh Novateron pantses Mathis with magic. Um, after Mathis reports them, do you do you all have pants in your as a verb in your vocabulary? I had this from middle school. This was yes, okay, yeah, yeah. from middle school. Right? Yes. Yeah, because <laughs> the boys would pants each other yeah. because it's apparently a thing young boys think is funny. Yeah, that that was a thing in middle school. Yeah, so uh, Novateron pantses Mathis with <laughs> with magic. I thought that's a very funny concept. I thought it was really funny just because like it was like. I understood. I would. I mean, I think he deserved more than five gold. I mean, I hate him, but like, agree. <laughs> Agreed. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and then he says, uh, "Run along, you troglodyte." <laughs> okay, Novateron calling. Him I a think troglodyte. that's personally yeah. maybe the best thing he's ever said. Like, he called him a troglodyte. That's hilarious. Like, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, I think that was a good. That was a good sequence for for Novateron. Uh, yeah. So. It's, uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what, uh, I think we need more Novateron and, uh, less of, uh, the, we, we said one of their names and I still don't even remember the names, the other two. Um, but yeah, Uh-oh. interested to see Novateron <laughs> and Proxima's role going forward. I assume, I assume no- Proxima will be taking over the, uh, the Astromancers. So I'm, I wonder if that happens, what will happen to Novateron, but I hope it's because, uh, she c- convinces everyone that Novateron is a silly leader. Or something like that. Yeah. Because he's very silly. He is. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, or he gets so fed up, he's like, I'm retiring. I can't handle this anymore. 
he just leaves. <laughs> yeah, that would be interesting if, uh, you know, he's, we know he's, he maybe retires to play video games. Yep. Um, okay. Two other mo- notable moments. One is, uh, they're about to say it's magic hour and then, uh, got interrupted and did not say it's magic hour. So I didn't notice that. Yeah. When did that happen? She was, I think Arcane was like, it's, and then something. I don't remember exactly what happened, but yeah, she was definitely about oh. to say it and is disappointed. <laughs> Cause, oh, I really liked how they like tricked Novateron in them by like oh, changing yeah, into their, that. like that was great. Oh, I really, like, yeah. I yeah. We got to talk about that. So they, yeah, the, they just, they just changed back into their normal part people. And since, uh, they didn't initially, give their identities to the astromancers then um that's how they lose them they lose the, the yeah so uh, we're talking about this on discord how the, finally the uh the secret identities have some sort of purpose on the show right like because they don't yeah. it was really they good never like, i liked it a lot i it, yeah, it does it, it does annoy me because he, he she looks the same right so it's well yeah <laughs> that's why it's funny because they look exactly the same but he's like oh princess like i'm so sorry yeah. She's like, oh, let me help you. And I'm like, you literally just saw, like, the uh, Mysticon, like, dragon mage, like, go around the corner. Are you dumb? Like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, I think, I think they should probably use this tactic more often. I think this is a pretty useful thing to do. If you can just, people are chasing you, you can just transform and then uh, they don't see you anymore. Uh, yeah. I mean, if we're going to play into the whole, like, secret identities thing, let, let's use it. Yeah, I, I think so. Um, last, The last thing I have is uh, I save the worst for last, which is there's the full non-theme music transformation sequence in this episode. I, mean, uh, I like the music behind it, but then as soon as it started, I was like, no. And then it kept going, and it was so slow. I was like, this is like my life is ending and I could like hear like I'm watching it at work and I'm like, I can feel Dylan like that's dying. <laughs> like I felt like I felt part of Dylan's life force like, his body. and I was just like, this is terrible. And then I was like, this is the worst, quite possibly the worst time. This might beat Voltron for the worst. No, come like, on. It's, no, it's OK. It's not that it's a worst. I mean, I thought it was a great usage of it because like, you know, they're make because they were like, you know, they're like, oh, you know, they're like, you know, outlaws or whatever, but like, they're still going to like, like, I thought that was fine. Like they're going to be in their suit up, but then like, it was just so slow. Yeah. Like it's they, so they have slow. done this before Dwayne. This is like the second or third time we've done this version of it. It is for, well, uh, it is, dying. I think it is 40 seconds. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty, it's, too long. it's pretty brutal. Here's my question. So we did not have a previously on in this episode. Um, previously mm-hmm. on and the full transformation sequence, both reused animation, um is it po- like i wonder if there's uh they're just ha- they just have to make the episodes a certain length and then they they supplement it with either the transform or the previously on or whatever but um you know clearly there's more to it than you know they're not like oh we should insert the 40 second transformation sequence here there's like more to it logistics behind the scenes but uh i i think i would prefer the previously on because it does not like take away it is not in the middle of the episode like, I also probably skipped the previously on. If, if Also, it kind of, like, tells us, like, oh, this is kind of what we're doing today. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's the, the, the problems with the previous on is it, like, spoils what the episode's about, potentially. But um, it uh, it is useful reminders. The big thing is that the, the transformation sequence is just, it it's interrupts the episode. Like, it's basically a commercial break. Like, and it's not it's not interesting. I skip ahead if I'm not watching live. Definitely, like, it's it's, you know. It's 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 just brutal, and the problem is you also have this version with the theme song that is actively a lot better. So I think you should just they should just use that. Yes, yeah. That 
that's those are my feelings. I, Any like, if you're excuse gonna... to use the theme song's a good excuse. Exactly, because the theme song's amazing. So if you're gonna do a transformation sequence, do it with the theme song because it makes sense. I mean, I get the music's cool and it's nice, but like I would rather see that music used in other ways. Yeah, it's not. It's and... not like it's not like the music behind the full transformation sequence is bad. It's just it's it's you know. It, it, yeah, in a different in a different uh, circumstance, it would be a lot a lot better. Yeah, yeah, and I would rather like if because uh, if it's going to be like I I mean I guess the whole Necropa thing with her necklace is kind of plotty. The same with like the Astromancers, you know, declaring them outlaws. I feel like then you like the previously on is more justified. Like I would rather see that if we're you know again if we're doing plot stuff versus like. If this is just like a, um, like a filler episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is, it is interesting how they view the previously on the last episode was more of a fill, quote unquote filler episode and it had the previously on this episode is more of a plot one and it didn't. So I think that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's all I got here. Um, Delaney, anything else you want to talk about from the episode and final thoughts? I mean, episode was fine. I don't think, again, I'm still not like super hype on it. Like I liked it. I still think, again, I do think I still love Mysticon. I got really excited to sit down and watch it. Like, I was like, I'm at work, and I'm like, yeah, I'm ready. And then I was like, bumping along to the song. My girlfriend was like, I hate you. And I was like, this song is so lit. Like, I just like watching, I just like watching Mysticons. I'm really happy with the show right now. I wasn't that blown away by the episode, but it was still, like, very good to watch. And I was irritated when I got interrupted. We were, uh, yeah, posted the Italian version of the theme song in the Discord uh, today. A bunch of bunch of uh, different dubs of the of the song, the theme song. It's great. Um, yeah, April. Uh, anything else you want to talk about? And final thoughts? Um, nothing else. It was it was like I said, it's a good episode. I just wasn't blown away by it. Um, you know, it it was a it was fun. I enjoyed it. Um, again, I love this show. It's very quickly becoming like, it's like top notch for me. Um, so I love it. I'm always, always happy to watch and talk about it because it's amazing. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can't, can't wait to see where we go. Yeah. Where we continue to go. Yeah. And, uh, next episode, uh, will be two weeks from today, Sunday, uh, in the U S I think we're taking a week off for, for Thanksgiving quest of the vexed. Um, I was not super, uh, optimistic from the preview that Miss Gandhi 2 posted, but you know, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we'll be back to discuss quest of the vexed then. Um, uh, I guess any, uh, app merch updates, uh, the merch is in more places now, the toys. So if you want to look for the toys, I think on walmart.com and the Choco plushes on Amazon, although they're all like overpriced because it's not like fully in stock everywhere yet. So if you wait longer, the they'll go down. Um, but Toys R Us probably still the best place to get the, the toys. And I finally beat the, uh, secrets of the Gemina app. Um, pro <laughs> tip, if you actually do any sort of grinding, it'll get a lot easier. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't realize there was grinding in the thing, but yeah, if you click on the locations that are not, uh, where you're supposed to go, you can do battles and then you level up. So didn't even realize that Gosh. they had that feature, but yeah, it makes it a lot easier. Yeah. Uh, it's, I, I definitely recommend getting the secrets of the Gemini app. Um, yeah, and, uh, dev, definitely join the conversation. A lot of Mysticons talk on our Discord at overlyanimated.com slash Discord. Uh, you know, we mentioned it a bunch here, and, uh, you can, 
and let us know what you thought of the episode in the comments, whether it be YouTube or website comments. Uh, it was it was great. Oh, I wanted to comment that um, <laughs> uh, creator Sean Jar's reply to our podcast last week was, uh, "What an oceanic review." Uh, at Delaney, that was no, <laughs> not not that Delaney part, but that's my uh, Delaney. What do you think of that? Uh, what an oceanic review! I think that was a what a good response. Yeah, yeah. no. Uh, Piper said fabtacular in this episode. I think so. Um, Which is fine. Fantastic lives on in <laughs> in fab in, in fabtacular. In in, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, check out overlyanimated.com and, uh, to not miss any of our future Mysticons pods, uh, check out all the stuff that we're just, we're coming off of a marathon podcasting, uh, a few weeks, check out all our star and Steven universe podcasts there. Uh, you consider supporting us on Patreon, patreon.com slash overly animated. Thank you very much to all of our current patrons, especially our patron, the podcast, Alex, AKA Esteban Universidad. Uh, Alex caught up on Mysticons. We're getting, we're getting at, we're getting co more, Yay! we're getting more hosts caught up on Mysticons. It's, it's, uh, it's great. Yeah. And thanks always to our patron executives, John Ryan, Steve, Alex, Andy, and Hugh. Um, okay. One, one, one final. We're talking about how, uh, the show is great right now. One interesting thought because we're not, we potentially might not have, uh, another thing until December. Our, our, uh, nomination, nominations for the end of the year awards are opening up. So we now, we got to think about it, how we're getting Mysticons nominated for something for our animation end of the year oh. awards. Um, best breakout series. Well, I mean, yeah. am I going to invent a category for it? I guess I could, but. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, Dylan. Obviously, okay. If we're in charge of it, right. we can do whatever we so, want. So exactly. my, my initial plan, and basically, and okay, and the, and the reasoning for this isn't just because we made it up and it's our rules. This is a great <laughs> way, great way to get other people to watch Mysticons. Right. We could we yeah. could just have best new series. I could add that as a category. But and then and then that's what <laughs> the creators of Mysticons can be like, look what this website chose us for. <laughs> yeah. No, it'd be high praise. Yeah. It's like when you have like reviews on your book. <laughs> look, this yeah. That's basically. <laughs> It's overly yeah. animated approved. Yeah. No, look. So my initial plan was just nominating M for best supporting character. Like I think we could sneak her on there. Aww. But we could totally do Which that I think too. we could. But I think Let's I think it's both. in the realm of possibility Mistcon's making a best show nomination. Like, isn't this one of the best animated shows on TV? Isn't it possible yes. that it's on our ballots? I mean it, No, I mean I agree. It, I it, there's a lot of there's, there's I think there's only be five nominees. There's a lot of uh, room of competition. But uh I think it's it's interesting. No. Do we even try to make a push there? Like it's it, I'll, I'll make a push. Yes. Watch me. Yeah, this is by the way, it's listeners. <laughs> this is an internal nominating. Uh, so if you want to get in on the the nominees, you have to become a a patron a patron for the month of December. So if you do a dollar for December, you can help us nominate Mr. Guns. But yeah, that'll be that'll be coming up soon. Uh, but let's, let's start start thinking about that. Okay, so uh, yeah, let us know your thought comments on this. Join us on the Discord, and uh, yeah, we'll see you guys uh, whenever for our next Mr. Guns podcast. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.